Honestly, I love finding new music today and new artists and stuff. Love music that like blends a bunch of different styles too. So anybody who does that, it's always like a big inspiration for me. All right, we're here in the studio with the Indie LA podcast, and we have our special guest, Ashley Levine, with us. Thanks, Ashley, for being here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so singer, dancer, songwriter, um, extraordinaire. We want to just hear about all the all the stories. Um, tell me about your, your, your first love. You said it was singing. How'd you get into that? Who inspired you, and what made you keep going? Ooh, mm, big question. Singing, my ultimate love. Yeah, I've been yeah. doing it, honestly, no joke, since I came out of the womb. <laughs> Not an exaggeration. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I guess I just always sang, and my siblings also are in music, so it's kind of inevitable. I, like I was just saying, my mom's from Haiti, so the islands, like the music is just always on, you know? Any home video we had yeah. that we can watch now, there's music playing like in the background. So. I, yeah, I really feel like it was inevitable for yeah. us to just love the arts at least. Mm -hmm. I guess we just happened to be pretty good at it. Um, yeah, I remember like even in, you know, elementary school, I was like in the musicals and I was always like the girl in choir who wanted all the solos yeah, and did all okay. the things and went to Allstate and, you know, and then we ended up moving to Georgia to do and go to this like fine art school nice. for middle and high school. And that was awesome. Because I got to sing and dance and act and play piano and write wow. and do all the so things. So you really knew all day. On that this oh was, yeah, that was for you. Oh, this was like a sure thing from day one. There was no question. I don't think I've ever really questioned it. Now that I'm looking back, you know, everybody has their ups and downs, but it's just kind of been that steady thing. I can't not do it. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's kind of how it started, and mm -hmm. just kind of got inspired from probably a bit of the family, a bit of the culture. And just listening to the radio and probably watching a lot of Disney movies. Yeah. I won't lie. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of where the inspiration came from. Cool. Um, tell me about uh, your first like musical experience, if you can remember. What was like the first role that you played as a kid? Ooh. Mm. Well, yeah, definitely has to be elementary school. Okay. I was in dance since I was little, since I was like three. So that was some form of performance, you know, right? Okay. Recitals, et cetera. And that was always exciting. I just really, and I hope this doesn't come off weird, but like I really liked being good at stuff and stuff that I liked. Sure. And I loved dance and I loved music. Yeah. So I was like, I want to be as good as I can be at this. I want to be the best. So everything revolved around that, just getting better. And mm -hmm. I was a little bit obsessive to a point where you're like, is this child okay? <laughs> I was like always dancing around the house, always singing, always like practicing piano and learning like more about music theory. And I'm like in the third grade and my mom's like, what? My mom doesn't sing. My dad doesn't sing. They don't. No. They don't do anything like that. They're like, what is happening to these children? What have we done? <laughs> um, but they're also really supportive. But yeah, I think my first role role was probably, I would say like fourth grade. I was probably in the musical that I was in in fourth grade. Okay. I don't think I was even a big role. Oh, I was Rafiki in The Lion King. That's Whoa. what it is. Oh, that's nice. huge. So that's I got to do, <laughs> I got to like stand at the beginning and be like, Nazibenya, like Dude, as this little teeny blonde girl in the front. That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was it. And I think, you know what? It was probably quite a pivotal moment. Oh, stand that's out there. You open the show. Feeling, feeling the crowd. Spotlight on yeah, you, yeah, everybody. Yeah, so yeah. Well, you're holding yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You're, you're holding it up and you're like, all eyes on me. Here we go. 
and it was awesome. And then from there, you know, just kind of snowballed, yeah. I would say. That's yeah. cool. What, what did they use for the line? Was it like I think it was cat? like those staff, the, no, like the stuffed Simba ones, oh, you know, right. that you yeah. get, like yeah. the actual toy. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yep. And the next year, I would think I was Belle in Beauty and the Beast. So. Oh, yeah. Good times, good times. That's cool. Yeah. Lead role right there. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Well, tell me about the, the music school that you went to. You said you moved to Georgia. And like, what yeah. was that experience like? It was incredible. Honestly, it felt like we were going to camp every day. Mm. And school academically was never really a problem for me in a odd way. I'm not going to lie and tell you that I studied all the time because I didn't. Uh-huh. I just had always had that mentality of like, if I can just get this done and do it well, I can do all my music stuff and all these other things. And my mom is honestly very strict when it comes to everything, but academics for sure. It Mm -hmm. was like all A's are trouble town, USA. So you better get all A's. And if you do, then I have no problem with you doing whatever else you want to do. So I was like, if I can just lock down academics. Mm -hmm. And I knew that from elementary school. So I just kind of always did well. So thank goodness. Because it was also like the number one academic school in the state. Okay. And um, yeah, we would just like, I don't know. It was crazy. I'd be like my senior or junior year. I don't even remember. It's like AP Calc. And then you would go to like Modern Four. And you would like dress out in your dance clothes and dance for an hour. And then you'd be like in AP Literature. And then you'd like come back and you'd have lunch. And then you would go to piano class and then you would go to the corral and then you would go to maybe musical theater class or an acting class you're in or whatever you're in that semester. Uh And it really did feel like, okay, it's like a camp, but also you're doing some academic stuff in there. Then I'd like sing with the jazz band after school. And yeah, it was just so fun. That's so nice. fun. That sounds way more motivating than just sitting in class all day. All right. Oh, yeah. Gosh, like yeah. Having <laughs> those things like sprinkled out throughout the day to oh my break God, up. The, yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't imagine how normal students did it. Like mm. I look and I'm like, you just sat there for eight hours and went from class to class to class. No, thank you. Uh-uh. Hard pass for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I know about you, Marcus, but I did half days. Most of like high <gasps> oh. school and, oh, and no, even, no. even junior high. Oh, I'd, I'd skate half the day or like the morning. Or afternoon, wow. and I just go to school. Oh, okay. Part part of the day. Yeah. Wow. And uh, yeah, I, I don't think I could have done just like sitting there all day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not no. for, not for me either. Man, I, I don't know what I was doing. We had, we had like <laughs> I know that we had uh we had zero hour jazz band, so we had to get up early. Oh, oh yeah. It started at six thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to get there about like half hour to 45 minutes like like earlier because like my dad had to be to work at 6 30 so he had to drop me off early and i'd just be like sitting outside the the room just like i don't know practicing or looking over Mm -hmm. my songs or just like um but yeah that's what i remember i remember my days like starting off really cool with jazz band Mm -hmm. and then yeah and then it was just (laughs) downhill from there man yes but no that that's awesome that that sounds cool like that's that's motivating when you have it like broken up like that oh yeah and and from what age was that too that was so sixth grade because it was middle school all the way through the end of high school Mm -hmm. awesome okay i will say does sound super fun and it was but you have that and we started at 7.30 7.30 in the day and we had like 14 periods. They were half hour periods, but okay. some mm. of the classes would be two periods. Some of them would be like your piano class. not going to have you sit there for an hour. It's like a 30 minute class, I got you. for example, or a 30 okay. minute lunch or whatever. But you'd do that from like 7.30 to 3.15 and then you would have like 30 minutes and nine times out of 10, you'd have like a rehearsal after school for either chorale because we have a concert coming up or 
a dance rehearsal because we have a dance show coming up mm-hmm. or the musical theater show. And you're like there until like 10 p.m. at night. Mm-hmm. And so my life was that school yeah. and just music and school and all this stuff every day, like Monday through Friday. It was like seven to like eight, nine, ten. Then you just go to sleep, wake up, do it again. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. crazy. Oh, it's cool to be like immersed <laughs> in that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So how did dancing get started for you? I mean, you said you did that at like as a young age too, but like what influenced you? Do you remember anybody who like stood out? Any any teachers, any mentors? For a particular mm. type of dance that taught oh, you? Oh, yeah. Um, I think, t- to be honest, again, I would say it goes back to the culture thing. Like my mom was always at like Carnival. Like she grew up in Haiti. Mm-hmm. And so the music was always on. So when it would be on, on like a Saturday morning, we'd wake up. My mom would be like, get up. We're cleaning the house. But like music would be blasting. Oh, and awesome. you would have like little dance breaks. And I think it's like my siblings too. We would just put on shows. Like we'd hang up a curtain like mm-hmm. in a hallway and then do a fashion show or mm-hmm. come up with our own theater production or a musical or whatever Britney Spears song was out. Mm-hmm. We were like... This is the dance that we're doing for this today. <laughs> my my, my <laughs> older sister and I used to do that too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, exactly. No, we would rope my brother into it and he'd be like, I hate this. Yeah. And we're like, you're doing it. You're <laughs> step on the two and the four. Thank you. Um, so it was really fun. Uh, I guess, yeah, we just always did dance. Like I'm talking about like started ballet class when I was three yeah. and did that forever. And then eventually you go into tap and jazz and modern and hip hop and all the different things. And then yeah, then when we moved to Georgia and I went to that school, I was in ballet, tap and jazz, modern class. Mm-hmm. Um, and so cool. And obviously, Miami's a very cultured spot in general. Mm-hmm. And Georgia is very different. But I still felt like I was getting so much from both places. So sometimes people are like, you are so sweet and you seem kind of Southern. And I'm like, I feel like that's a little bit, but... There's also a lot of Miami in me too. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm just the blend of that. And that's like very apparent in dance and singing and all the things that I do. So, yeah. Awesome. And where did songwriting start for you? Because I know that that's like a um, craft that's usually like developed like later in the years, like after you hear like a bunch of like singers that you like. But when did that start for you? And like, tell me about that journey. Well, uh, I think, yeah, somebody always kind of inspires you or something. So since I went to that, it was a middle and high school, the fine arts school, mm-hmm. my sisters were older and one of them was like in junior and senior year of high school and I was in like sixth grade and she was friends and in classes and stuff with this other girl, Julia, who was this like incredible songwriter who still is like yeah. p- performs a Lollapalooza, like insane. And she had like a looping machine. And like did the whole thing. And like that was her thing at the school. And, you know, you're like a sixth grader, like starry eyed watching like, oh, my gosh, she's so cool. She's so (laughs) good. She writes her own songs. And I just remember sitting down one day at the piano at our house Mm -hmm. and I was just playing like some chords. And I won't lie to you. I'm not like the most proficient pianist ever, especially now. I'm a little rusty. But like I would just play chords that I felt sounded good. Mm -hmm. And then I would just start singing little melodies over it and coming up with words. And I would like write it in my little notebook. And then I would just, my mom would kind of just be listening. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what are you doing? Uh, so I wrote this song. And she's like, play it. And so I played it for her. And now, I had no idea at the time. But now I look back and I'm like doing like all these like crazy like key changes in the song that like, like the key center just changes. And I'm like, what, what, what was I on? Back yeah. then? I was a genius. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it was so cool. And I think she probably inspired me. And then. 
things my mom listened to. She listened to like a lot of like Sarah McLaughlin, who's like very oh, songwritery, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. And we would like drive around and like just listen to that in the car and like oh it was so good cool yeah so sixth nice. grade yeah that's early. oh yeah real early <laughs> yeah i uh i had a an experience um playing the saxophone i'd bring my horn back and i'd, I'd practice and i'd play there uh i can remember um making up what i thought was like a song yes. like on the on the horn right and um i'm playing like the side like palm keys and like i mean um, <laughs> they're, they're not exactly like you know correct like pitches they're just right. like fun to like play like really fast mm-hmm. and um and i had a similar story i showed my mom i was so excited mm-hmm. i was like i was like mom check this out like i, I did a song and my mom goes those aren't notes <laughs> and I, I yeah i was like i was destroyed i was just like yeah. oh man uh sorry mom <sighs> but uh yeah i'll try again yeah like uh but but that kind of like like pushed me i guess like motivated me to like okay well i guess i should figure out like the right notes first yeah. and like you know well, that's good learn totally. music notation <laughs> could, gone the other way. yeah it could have gone the other way i could have just yeah but anyway no um, thanks mom for the the support there yeah <laughs> but it did push me you know it is so. that's good i mm-hmm. think moms they can be supportive but being tough is important my mom's very tough mm-hmm. and was like okay if you're gonna do this you're gonna be you're gonna do it the best and yeah I'm like, all right i'm gonna do this the best <laughs> so it's like all right here we go you know no holding back and i kind of just like kept that mentality throughout time that's awesome yeah where did the journey continue after um after the school after after high school oh yeah um so when i was talking about the jazz band crazy i'd like listen to a little jazz here and there but mostly i was like listening to pop stuff in the classical choir doing musical theater like jazz wasn't really on my radar until senior year of high school and my Choir teacher, or no, my piano teacher actually was like, hey, you have a great ear. You should go sing with the jazz band on Wednesdays after school. Okay. And I was like, what? <laughs> I don't even know jazz. And he's like, just go learn a few standards. Just sing with them. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. So I went there and I remember the it was the band director like running the little jazz ensemble. And he was like, yeah, I heard about you. Like, okay, all right. Like, come on in. And I come in and. He's like, here's some music. And like, I'd done like all state inquiry my whole life. So I'm like, sure, yeah, I can read, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I read like the standard, I think it was Corcovado, actually. Oh, okay. That's not like an easy song no, to they, start on. <laughs> I think he like really tried to get me. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, okay, I'm just going to try to read this. And it was really hard. Mm-hmm. But I liked the challenge that jazz mm-hmm. brought to music and to singing. Because from, you know, sometimes you kind of start to go on autopilot. When you're get good at good at something, you're like, okay, yeah, like I'm yeah, just phoning yeah. it in a little bit at certain sure. points. If I wasn't like on stage, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm like in choir reading and I'm like, yeah, yes, here we go. This is enough. Da, da, da. But jazz, I was like, whoa, look yeah. at all these accidentals. Like, this mm-hmm. is not a joke. So that was really cool. And then they grew to love me and I grew to love them. And then my choir director was like, I see you're singing with the jazz band. There's this thing called like Grammy Jazz Choir. Um, you should audition for it. And I'm like, okay he's like you just have to here i'll send you the stuff like the links you just have to like send it in okay and i was like all right cool little did i know at that time that this was like a big deal that people who are really into jazz like audition every year for and like never get in because okay. it's like all the high schoolers in the united states audition and some get into like the big band there's like one small ensemble and then there's the small choir which is like eight people so okay. it's two on a part like two sopranos two alto two tenor two bass right so and i was a soprano so i was pretty much fine for like two spots in the country and i had 
no clue. And honestly, probably for the better. Yeah. And so I send in this stuff and I like sing this random soli that I found online and I got chosen. And they yeah. were like, and this is also when I was trying to be the lead in the musical at the at my high school. Okay. So all of this is happening at the same time. They're like, you have to come out to LA for Grammy week for 10 days. And like the show is like two weeks after. Uh-huh. Their directors of the musical are panicking, but they're like, you have to go. And like, it was so fun. Like the news came. It was like a big uh, deal. Yeah. I was like, what did I just get myself into? <laughs> Whatever I went and it was such a cool experience. And I kind of fell in love with jazz a little bit awesome. by that point. Yeah. And that's when I really thought, maybe I should be applying to school for jazz. So that's when I applied to like the new school mm-hmm. and Tish and USC and U Miami for jazz, like some for pop, some for jazz. But U Miami ended up uh, auditioning for the jazz program and I got in mm-hmm. and then everything went well. And I was obviously from Miami originally and I love the idea of going back. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I did. I went to Frost at U Miami for jazz voice. And that was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that was a wild adventure. <laughs> yeah how how did uh how did the challenge of that like genre like um you think it helped you in like other ways? Oh, so much. I don't think I would be like the pop R and B session singer, especially that I am and can be now, if I hadn't been in like jazz ensembles with the band and honestly mostly jazz vocal ensembles. I don't know if you've looked at those charts lately, mm. but that ish is hard yeah. like those parts they're like so close it's like yeah. just moving like this the, the accuracy time. you have to yes. have yeah and all the solis in there are insane and you have to like laser your ears in mm-hmm. so hard and learn these crazy lines you know just yeah. jazz in general mm-hmm. and just improv and everything it was a whole new world to me and i think that's why i liked it so much because it felt like ooh, something to challenge me something to push me and i really enjoyed that okay so yeah just uh i can't tell you like how awesome that was for my life now and just being in front of a band to be honest i feel like if you're in choir you don't really do that you know yeah yeah you're like maybe with a pianist once for a solo thing but like singing with a live you don't know how to direct a band Mm -hmm. i also met a lot of like other musicians and a lot of the guys that were playing at school they'd be like hey do you want to do this gig and then i got into like gigging a lot outside of school okay and that was a big deal and i was like doing wedding band stuff on the weekend and i was doing like punk gigs during the week and yeah. like a country gig during the week just from like all the connections you make at school with all these different musicians and mm-hmm. i think all of that experience was so so like instrumental in just my development as a musician and a performer that's cool yeah and when you went to that um uh the grammy audition that mm. you mentioned in la was that your first time out there yeah that was my first time out there and it was so cool yeah. We, I mean, they really do it up. The Grammy program, especially like the Grammy program for kids, mm-hmm. they really they like put you guys up in hotels and they just, you know, they have to really watch you. So yeah. they're just like taking you here to there and you're going, you record at like really famous studios. And we went to Capitol Records and recorded like oh, our nice. like eight songs or whatever that we learned for the program. That was the other thing. We had to learn so much music beforehand before we got out there mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that we would know it. And it was just more about practicing and blend and locking things in, et cetera. So we only had 10 days and then okay. we performed at the Grammy after party, mm-hmm. which was so cool too. And like, we just met some of the coolest people and got to work with a bunch of people. It was really fun. That's awesome. Yeah. That was also, I think the year that 
What's her name? Esperanza Spalding, right? Yeah. She won uh, Best New Artist. Yeah, 2011-ish? 2012? Yeah, is it? Yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah. Yeah. It's around there. I was like... That was huge yeah, for that our was school, like, too. Yeah. That was like a big <laughs> thing. Yeah. And it felt so cool. We're like, we're here for jazz and the jazz singer won. Yeah, like, it was yeah, so yeah. awesome. So, yeah, she was, I, I believe, like the second jazz artist, but the first female. <laughs> yeah, to, I think so. Yeah, yeah, to win Best New Artist. Yeah. Um, yeah. So cool. That was so awesome. I was like, ah, this is where I'm supposed to be. You know, when you get that feeling, you're like, oh, I, I should be here. This, mm-hmm. is, this is right. Yeah. So that, that did have an influence on you coming out to LA eventually? I think, you, think? you know, it did. Yeah. Just because I was like, anything could happen here. <laughs> yeah. You felt the magic. I did. I took a few stops on the way to LA, which we can get to, but you know, all learning experience. Mm-hmm. So it was good. Yeah. Cool. Well, no, let's, uh, yeah, let's get to it. Let's, let's jump into it. Like how, how did you, uh, you know, make the decision to move out here and like what, you know, yeah. what led to that? Well, right after I graduated from UM, uh, I got asked to like skip a bunch of auditions and audition for The Voice. So then uh, I they flew me out to Atlanta to do like the director's or production audition or something. Yep. Did that. They were like, great. We love you. We want you to come out to like a Hollywood week kind of thing, which is like you're out there for the whole month of October. Mm-hmm. You're practicing. You're working with their... Uh, voice teacher you're getting fittings all this stuff for like that audition on camera where they turned around yep. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so i did that turned three chairs then i was on the show oh yeah it was really cool <laughs> awesome and then did that for i made it to the top 20 it was really fun crazy experience honestly met some of the best friends of my life was yep. just on the phone with one <laughs> oh, nice. cool. um and yeah it was it was nuts you i think the biggest takeaway from that was you learn a lot about yourself, good or bad, and what you want and what you don't want as an artist and a person. Mm. And, you know, those shows are machines and I think they're so great and they're so fun and I wouldn't say anything bad about it. It's just I learned a lot for myself. Okay. And I'm very thankful that I had the experience. So, yeah. Cool. How do you how do you go about picking a song when you're auditioning for something like that? Do you go with something that you think you just sing really well or do you, do you go with something that's like super, you know, close to your heart? So here's a little secret. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. So but don't, you don't pick your songs? <laughs> you don't pick your songs. Uh, that's tele- <laughs> which that's is like, Which is like half the reason, like not the reason that I think I got kicked off. I think it's all, they plan it all out, to mm. be honest. If I have my two cents about it, I think they know exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, this song is, you know, like you can be the best singer, but if a song's not for you, it's just not for you. Sure. You know, you do the, the best you can, but like, come on. So, Yeah. You just kind of have to, they'll give you like a list of like 10 songs and it's like, pick your top five. And you're like, okay. And then they just pick one from that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then you work with the coaches and stuff. Yeah. Getting ready for the process. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do, do you, do you have to make up a story almost? About no. Why you, did anybody I, ask you why you chose that song? They, that yeah, they do. Actually, they do. They're like, why did you choose this? And you kind of have to do be like, well, uh, this song is really great. I love it. <laughs> and you know what? Now that I think about it. It reminds me of when I was a child. No, yeah. <laughs> you do kind of like come up with some way because you have to try it. That's like yeah, the big thing accurate. as an artist. You have to connect to the song in some way. So you're like, okay, mm-hmm. how did I connect to this? And you just talk about it. Yeah. Nice. nice. Yeah. Well, let's get into acting. Like, um, <sighs> I, I want to hear about like how you got started with that, you know, and um, like where you're at with it now. Yeah. Well, I can just fast forward you really fast. After The Voice, moved to Nashville. It was great. But 
didn't really find my pocket there of like people to work with, et cetera. It was a little pigeon holding country music, which was fun, but mm-hmm. just not really my thing. Mm-hmm. So then I left and then I decided I wanted to go to LA. Came to LA and it was like 2019, right before the pandemic. I was here maybe like six months. Okay, then you came right at the boom pandemic. <laughs> yeah. And I was like doing gigs and like doing duo gigs and like doing cool things and writing with people and then it stopped and i was like no the momentum is gone (laughs) so everybody knows how that went you like just kind of chill out i guess for a little bit especially Mm. when you're in a new city like i didn't know anyone yeah yeah and it wasn't like let me just call up all my friends and we'll like skype right and like do all these things like you try but there's only so much you can do uh i imagine that must have felt hard too when you just left nashville yeah when you feel like you're not finding your pocket and then you get to a new place and everything just shuts down oh it was so freaking worst but make it through um and yeah i guess i'd always acted when Mm -hmm. i was little and mostly musical theater and things like that and just being a dramatic person in general (laughs) um but then it wasn't until i got linked up with uh my voiceover agent contractor out here that i don't know what happened maybe like a year ago i thought why am i not doing like session work i love to read music sight read i love the idea of being a Disney princess at some point in my life, mm-hmm. like for the movie, not at the park. <laughs> and I was like, how do I get into this? And I reached out to a couple old professors and stuff. And they were like, oh, talk to these people, take these lessons, mingle, you know, do the thing. Did that, got connected with people. And yeah, they were like, oh, you're great. Let's start sending you out. Like we'll submit you for a bunch of stuff. Got submitted for a couple things. Ended up getting like this singing background. So on this Netflix show, um, that was just like session work. And then I got some other stuff and I was like, maybe I need like an acting manager. Like I really want to be back in acting and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to somebody, got connected with her. And like the first audition she sent me on was with, for this, like Tom Segura, the comedian, mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah, this whatever short little thing that he was doing. And I got it. And so I was like, the first thing I had to do was like be acting, no singing, no dancing, just yeah, acting. Just and I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is not my number one thing here. What's happening? And like being funny. And it was like this comedic like little skit that he was doing. And it was like me and him just in a scene. And I was like, oh my God, yeah. what am I doing? <laughs> and I just thought like, well, they liked you. You're here. Just do it. Yeah, they picked mm-hmm. you. I'm like, whatever. Who cares? You know? So if you look online, it's there. Um, <laughs> and that was cool. And I was like, okay, wait, that was actually so fun so then i talked to my voiceover agent i'm like i'd love to be submitted for more like on camera singing stuff if there was a way i could blend these three things singing dancing acting Mm -hmm. give it to me yeah so i'm like tell me anything and then yeah just kind of went from there actually it's kind of a segue but he i've a lot of good stuff recently including i was just singing in like a disney animated film okay and that was like big mega yeah, milestone awesome. for me. I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. It comes out in, I want to say November. It's called Wish. It's awesome. going to be really mm. cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was awesome. We were like on the big Paul Phil, Paul Newman stage, like oh. that giant sound stage where they like record the orchestras and stuff oh, okay. on the Fox lot. Uh-huh. Oh man, that was a dream. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> like this is really happening. And you just like go in and there were some other singers there and we like record parts and sing. Oh, it was so cool. Nice. We got to do like a little speaking and stuff for little parts for these characters. And it was so freaking awesome. And I was yeah. like, oh, 
that lit the weirdest fire in me. That was in December. Mm. Okay. And I'd been like previously before that, just head down and like writing, doing the artist thing, which is awesome, but also such a struggle. Mm. And like doing my day job stuff. So I was like, oh, where am I going? What's happening? And then, you know, opens this door and I was like, you experience it, you love it. Mm. And you're like, how do I do more of this? Yeah. This is what I want to do. Sign me up. And then, yeah, then again, recently, just finished filming a movie. Can't say what it is right now, but it's very cool. All right, all right. <laughs> very, very cool. You'll hear about it soon. I think it comes out next October. Not the, even this October. Next October. Mm. But this one was like singing and dancing and acting like on camera, on camera. Mm-hmm. With like huge director, huge stars, like cool stuff. So, That's awesome. Yeah. And it was crazy. We'd have like dance rehearsal. Then we'd have like a music rehearsal and we'd have... I don't even know, just like fittings for a wig we had to wear and like wardrobe fittings and like all these things. And I was on the Warner Brothers lot mm-hmm. like three or four times a week. And that's when I was like, okay, no, 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 this. Yeah, this all, is what I want to do. Just come together. Like, keep, yeah. keep taking up the yeah. level. Yeah. I'm like, somebody get me in here. And so, yeah, that was the coolest thing and literally just wrapped last week. So I'm like still tired, but yeah. <laughs> oh, so cool. That's awesome. <laughs> So tell me about um, like during the day you're saying that you're you're working managing like uh, like social pages. Yeah. Like, um, like tell me a little bit about that. How you got into that? Yeah. So right out of college, I kind of started working with this company that did social media for like Live Nation and and those different venues like all around the U.S. So I started working with them kind of part time. Was kind of full time with them for a while in Nashville, mm-hmm. and then pandemic and moving to L.A kind of slowed down and then when things started to pick up I was like you know the artist thing is so great but you know I need to pay my rent mm-hmm. so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to do something and I'm very smart I can figure it out I'll figure something out just looked around and I saw like this position was opening and I thought well I know this I've done this before at least I have like the street cred to like get an interview and it seems like it's like quasi flexible you know socials like it's a tricky tricky lady Mm -hmm. it can be so flexible because you're like oh i'm working from home a lot Mm -hmm. and you know it's like you're posting and you can kind of work on your own time but then other times it's like this trend is happening we need to create just you know media for this right now we Mm -hmm. need to do this and you're like ah you're like i am in the car yeah yeah. (laughs) um so sometimes it's very stressful um but definitely thankful for it because it does keep the lights on in between all the jobs and stuff and it gives me some sense of freedom of like being able to like you know have that time in between jobs like Mm -hmm. you know i'm working my way up but i'm not there yet yeah yeah. Yeah, i'm doing i'm doing a lot of social stuff too and yeah back in michigan right now and it's kind of the same thing it gives me the freedom to oh to be here and uh, i'm lucky enough that i get to push the trend stuff aside on someone else yes oh that's uh, so nice just kind of yeah it is it can be a little bit freeing to just yeah have that side gig that you know it's there and uh, can be flexible around what's important to you yeah because i've done and it was probably like right before the pandemic, during the pandemic, like just the music thing mm-hmm. and just the performing thing. And that being like your sole income, your sole everything. And it was a lot. It's a lot of pressure on like that, the art and your love for the art. Mm-hmm. It almost takes away the love for it a little bit. Almost turns it into a job. Yeah, because it's like so much pressure on you to be like, if I don't take four gigs this week like i can't pay my rent or i can't do this and you know it's like oh gosh you Mm -hmm. know or if i don't teach twenty thousand lessons this week like what am i gonna do so it's like 
while it's still fun and more fulfilling maybe than another job, it's like you don't you don't want that for like the love of your art. You yeah, want you that don't to want be your special thing. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've learned like to try to find balance, and I'm still working on it. To be honest, I went for a while there where it was like work, 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 and I was like slacking on the music and performing stuff. And kind of more recently, I've been like, okay, I need to focus more on what I really love. I'm not getting any younger. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you think that your experience and that and that job has like helped you with your your own like projects and stuff? Like managing that helps you manage your other things. Yes and no. I would say yes, just to be like organized and be on top of things. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of artists sometimes struggle with that and just finding like initiative and finding the desire to get things done. But also like I spend all day on socials, so it is the last that thing you want to do, do on your personal time. On my personal time for my artist stuff. Like when I started that job before, it was like I was doing stuff on social media all the time and posting and recording and covers. And like since I started, you can go back and look and it's like, dead zone yeah, <laughs> and yeah, I'm like yeah. I just don't want to spend like an hour recording a cover 20,000 times to get mm-hmm. it right how I want it and to look how I want it and then like work the social media thing and then like sometimes it doesn't work and it's like it can be really defeating Ooh, sorry did this turn dark no, no I'm no, like no. <laughs> uh yeah but you know oh my gosh artists props to all of us because it's so tough and like Mm -hmm. now that social media has become the monster that it is yeah it's like people are getting signed from tiktok Mm -hmm. like you you can't not do it you know that's like the only way they're getting signed my roommate works at capital and like that's how they're finding people and i'm Mm. like oh (laughs) i don't want to do ten thousand tiktok covers right now to like maybe be seen it's just Mm -hmm. like the odds are really it's like, yeah, it's kind of defeating. You're like, why do I want to put all this time into it? But then, I don't know. Maybe that's why I'm like, I like the audition thing right now. Mm-hmm. At least for now. I'm taking a break from the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Just like auditioning for like session work and on camera, singing, dancing and acting stuff. Because I'm like, at least I know that if I just do my best, like somebody will see it. And even if I don't get the part, like maybe they'll remember me for something else. Yeah, yeah. Or like maybe yeah. they'll want to work with me. And even like the last project I just did, music director emailed me he's like you're so talented like would love to grab we'd love to grab coffee with you like think about working on some more projects like they're just they do everything they did like stars born and like mm. some other ones that i can't say because it's too yeah. obvious of what i'm doing now <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah they're doing everything from like writing the music and like obviously doing like the musical directing aspect of it and i'm excited to talk with them i'm like i don't know where this could go if it just means like more parts and stuff or if it means maybe working with them on like the writing side and the composing side. I would love that too. I'm like, mm-hmm. just get me in. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you just got to hope that like one thing will lead to another. Yeah. That's my biggest. Well, it's, it sounds like it's going that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it also, it must be nice too to have that flexibility because you never know when that opportunity is going to come up yeah. to be able to just grab it and go with it. Yeah. You never know. And it's crazy. You just like, that's the thing. And it always feels like it's all happening at once. Like you'll be mm-hmm. nothing for like a couple months and then, all the things and you're like whoa yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah that's kind of how it's going right now <laughs> cool well tell me a little bit about some of your um your influences like uh you know who inspires you whether the artist you know friends or family yes i was actually just talking to someone about this today i love stevie wonder yeah i love celine dion awesome it is ah, what it shout is. Out to Canada. <laughs> mm-hmm. loves me some celine win houston uh Love Tori Kelly. Get a lot of like lookalike because of the hair. Okay. When it's done right. (laughs) 
uh, Frank Ocean, like just not maybe. I, I know I love a Beyonce. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not like she's my inspiration musically. I think she's untouchable and mm-hmm. amazing. But like I don't know. I always like a lot of the older artists a little bit more, mm-hmm. just because I'm like they really. They did something. Mm-hmm. Do you think? Like do you think a little bit is because of what you listened to growing up? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a big part of it. And like, there are definitely some country artists like back in the day that I think were really great. And who else do I love? Mm-hmm. Honestly, I love finding new music today and new artists and stuff. Uh, R and B stuff's great. Like the Neil Soul stuff's great. Um, I'll love a pop song. And then, yeah. Honestly, I'm just love music so that music that like blends a bunch of different styles too so yeah yeah anybody who does that is always like a big inspiration for me cool nice. yeah yeah all right well you shared with us some things that are um that are coming up that you can't like fully disclose but right. i mean what's uh, <laughs> what's something exciting that you're working on right now that you can't talk about Ooh. um well on my artist side i have a bunch of songs that i've written uh some are coming out soon made a music video for one nice Hopefully that's coming out in the next month or so. It's kind of a beast getting the whole song releasing thing together. I think I saw on your Instagram. Yeah. In a red outfit. Was that the Yes, in the rain. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, all right. that's the one. Oh, I'm yeah, so excited. So cool. Very yeah. excited. Um, that's like a big thing that I have coming up. And then after that, I'm just trying to write a lot more now that I'm done with some filming. Mm-hmm. So hopefully can get it in some good sessions. That's the goal. Cool. Yeah. Well, we were jamming out to you when we were setting up. Oh, today. yeah. Ooh. Yeah. We were getting the, setting the mood. <laughs> I, was, uh, sure. I was feeling soiree. Oh, yeah. heck yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's check it jam. out. <laughs> that one's really good. I like that one. That one's fun. So where can people find your um, things, your, you know, social handles? Where yeah. Can people hear? Um, well, Spotify, Apple Music, etc. But uh, if you go to my Instagram, it's Ashley Levine, L-E-V-I-N Music. And you can find everything from there pretty much. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Ashley, thanks for being here of with us. Of course. Thanks yeah. for having me. This is awesome.